I'm Jessica Wilson, and you're listening to Making It Awkward. Today, we hear my conversation with Jen McClellan, a plus-size birth educator whose meta accounts were recently suspended after she posted a photo of herself in a bathing suit. Jen talks to us about the use of AI and social media, the importance of social media and community building, and how ChatGBT treats fat bodies. We get into the trolling and reporting of meta accounts and how that will have long-lasting impacts. I got connected to Jen after she interviewed me during my book launch. She was one of the most thoughtful and vulnerable interviewers I'd talked to, and I'm very grateful for that conversation. I'll link to that episode and Jen's social media accounts in the show notes. Jen, welcome to the show. Hi, Jessica. Thank you so much for having me. Huge fan of yours. Like, just you're amazing. I really appreciate you having me here. No problem. Uh, yours on your podcast was one of my favorites that I did for book tour. Thank yeah. you so much for that. It was such a special time to interview you. And I just, I love your voice. So I'm obsessed with your podcast too. So being a guest <laughs> is exciting. <laughs> Thank you. Tell us a bit about yourself. Sure. My name is Jen McClellan. I am a certified childbirth educator. And for over a decade now, I've been advocating for people in larger bodies during pregnancy, birth, and postpartum. And you have your own podcast. Yeah. So I'm the founder of Plus Size Birth, which focuses on the birth stuff. And then with the Plus Mommy podcast, I go into more parenting and lifestyle and a lot of pregnancy too for people in larger bodies. Awesome. I brought you here for a specific reason. Please tell us what's going on. (laughs) Well, as someone who does online community building as a full-time job and has been doing this since 2011, I have now been banned and suspended from social media. And it's my belief that it's for simply existing in a larger body and showing pictures of my body in a swimsuit And I really wasn't showing all that much, but I happened to have a lot of skin and a large (laughs) chest. So Mm -hmm. it just picked up a lot of skin. Um, But that skin was in no way showing nudity or indecency. And that's what I was flagged for by their community guidelines. Yeah. Were they on both platforms or just Instagram, which is where? Yeah, it was on Instagram first. And then I shared it over on Facebook. My Facebook community is over Mm 230,000. I really spent so long building it. And uh, I shared it on Instagram first, and I didn't even think that it could be something that would be flagged as indecent. And I should have, I should have known this happened to me a year ago, where I was also removed completely from the platforms. And then all of a sudden, I went to the hot springs with a friend to celebrate my birthday and wanted to talk to my community about self love. And as a, you know, fat person, I think it's important to show photos if you feel comfortable in a swimsuit. And that's exactly what I did. And mm-hmm. then a couple of days later, I just like, you know, as we always do, scroll on, go on my phone scrolling. And it was immediately like, you were banned for nudity, the exact words, nudity or sexual activity. Ugh. And for folks who haven't seen the photos, do you want to describe them and how not inappropriate they are? Sure. I mean, I have a very large chest, so I have cleavage, but I was wearing a black, like, tankini, so it didn't even show my belly in that photo. 
um and a skirt like a swim <laughs> swim skirt Jessica like I'm I'm just like are you kidding me it wasn't a string bikini and uh, you know big shout out to those who rock a string bikini not shaming anyone or anybody but it was my arms that are very large and my chest that is large but I mean there was no nipple areola anything right. there. no we're close and you were like two-thirds under the water so it wasn't... <laughs> yeah I know it's just baffling to me and I, I really believe that it's Meta's AI and I feel confident in stating that because a year ago there was a photo I used as my cover photo for my Plus Mommy account of a plus size mother and daughter exercising, you know, promoting wellness for bodies of all sizes. <laughs> the mom was wearing a sports bra seated and the daughter was too, but not for one minute did I think that there was anything indecent about it? And there isn't. They were literally doing yoga together. Mm-hmm. And I believe that it was mass reported and that's how it got flagged. I've been doing this for a long time as a fat creator. I am a white creator, so I have some privilege in all of this. But as a fat creator, I have been trolled and attacked numerous times. So it wouldn't have surprised me if it was mass reported. And then the AI technology just was like, whoop, this is childhood sexual exploitation is what that was flagged for a year ago and I lost it like I am a mother I am a childbirth educator this is what I do for a living (laughs) it's help families and to be accused of that and I know some people are like oh well it's just social media but like our whole lives are on social media and for some of it's it's our livelihood Mm -hmm. and you know you think about it for those of us our parents you have you know, videos and photos of your your kids' first steps. Or um, for many of us, it is how we find community, how mm-hmm. we find people that look like us and identify as us in the world. And we have Facebook pages that we're a part of that, you know, feed our souls. Like this was awful. I um, had the privilege of having a contact at Meta because mm-hmm. I had attended a, a local event here in Albuquerque, wow. New Mexico, where I live. Yeah. And I just um, tried to do everything I could to get my accountants back by filling out the dispute forms a year ago and nothing was coming of it. And so I did reach out to my contacts and it took 24 days, but I got my accounts back. And most people don't have contacts. I've seen people lose their accounts with much larger followers than mine and didn't have that luck. And I just feel so fortunate. So when this happened a year later, (laughs) I uh, immediately reached out to my contacts and Mm -hmm. they were able to help me. But I, I, at that point, I couldn't even dispute. That's what was so shocking. And also I'm meta verified and I pay for meta verifications on all of my accounts since this happened to me the first time. I was like, okay, well then I'm going to protect all of my accounts. So I have Mm. three different accounts. I pay for monthly Mm -hmm. and with the belief that there's some security involved in it, right? So I'm paying for a service for extra protection. And when this all happened, you can only contact meta verification support via the app. And if you are completely suspended and banned from the apps, Mm -hmm. you have no recourse. So not only did it just feel like, gosh, this doesn't feel fair, but also I'm paying for a service I can't access. And everything I've built, again, for a decade is just stripped away from me for simply existing in a larger body. Like Mm -hmm. it just feels 
So wrong. You mentioned you can't dispute it. Do you mean just because you don't have access to the app or like it's not disputable? It specifically says on the alert, you cannot request another review of this decision. It's done. And even my meta contact, because I was like, I'm not the only person this is happening to. What do I do? Was like, oh, here's a link to dispute. It doesn't work for anyone that's been accused of violating community guidelines and community standards. So there's another creator right now. Yeah, dealing with this. And she posted a picture of her and her husband and got flagged for the same thing on the same day as me. She had over 200,000 Instagram followers. And I sent her that link. She's like, it doesn't work. And so I tried the link for my other account that's still blocked. It doesn't work. And it just feels so wrong. (laughs) And I don't know if her specific case was the same as far as how much of her body she was showing, but it was also flagged for sexual and nudity. Mm -hmm. Was it another fat creator? Um, you know, I don't know if they self-identify as fat. They're not sure. nearly my my size. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know, but they're dealing with the same thing too. And I know for certain that there are other creators of size that have dealt with this. I am not the first. This is stuff that, you know, Tigress has yeah. been speaking out about and actually working with Pinterest um, to get new AI technology that doesn't mm-hmm. discriminate against larger bodies. So um, I definitely huge shout out to Tigress and the work that they're doing and the work of NAFTA, but Meta needs to to file suit and go and learn from what's happening because I just feel like this is discrimination. How can my body that is a fat body not showing anything indecent mean that I lose everything that I've built for Mm -hmm. over a decade? Like it just... It baffles me. And even if I get it all back, which I'm hopeful I will because I'm lucky enough to have a contact, what happens next? I show a picture of myself in a tank top and I lose everything again. Like I had a complete mental health breakdown on Monday because mm-hmm. I just can not believe it was almost a year to the date mm-hmm. that this happens to me again. And yeah. like my whole work is advocacy, advocating for mm-hmm. people in larger bodies. Like I don't make a lot of money doing this, but right. I still got to keep the lights on. You know, my husband's mm-hmm. a baker. We don't have a lot. And yes, we have some privileges. Absolutely. But I don't want to stop doing the work that I'm doing. It's just, it's just a lot. And I don't know if this comes across as like, oh, it's just Facebook and Instagram. But like to to be stripped of it all for doing nothing wrong as a blogger and a podcaster, like just really, really just feels unjust. Yeah. So many things that you've said have struck me. I'll work in backwards order. That's where my brain goes. Uh, The idea that, yeah, social media isn't real, like just log off and go be with your friends, etc. It's not real life. All of these really dismissive ways that people talk about social media. And if it weren't for social media, you know, a lot of people wouldn't have community and with life events going around right now, it's really obvious what role social media plays. So Yeah. Could you just talk a little bit more about how like social media has been so important for you? Yeah. I mean, I started doing this work in 2011, talking about pregnancy and how people of size can have healthy pregnancies and celebrating pregnancy bumps. No one else was doing this at the time. Like we'd Google for hours trying to find images Mm -hmm. of 
pregnant people in larger bodies and they just didn't exist. And I'm not going to say I'm the first one to do it, but I have the biggest voice and the biggest presence on Facebook before Instagram even existed, before the hashtag plus size pregnancy began, celebrating bodies of size during pregnancy, talking about where can we find maternity clothes? How can we connect with care providers that won't treat us poorly because of our size? Mm -hmm. Like, I was a part of beginning this, like social media has been part of the advocacy work that I do as a change maker. Like my background is in nonprofit for <laughs> over a decade. I used to work for Compassion and Choices, the leading right to die organization. So mm-hmm. being a part of shifting how society views, you know, t- topics and wanting to create change in the world is who I am. And just from my own experience of having such a positive outcome and being treated with such dignity by care providers, really for the first time in my life as a fat woman, um, being told about health at every size by my midwife, Mm -hmm. I didn't even know what that meant Mm -hmm. in 2010 when I was pregnant. So it just opened my eyes. And through that and through my work, I've had such amazing opportunities. I mean, I wouldn't be talking to you, Jessica, if it wasn't for us connecting on Instagram and my podcast, the Plus Mommy podcast, being able to reach so many people and having so many amazing connections, none of that would be possible. Like I've, I've had so many opportunities because of social media, but I've also helped so many people grow families like Mm. I I really believe in changing the way society views pregnancy for larger bodies and removing that stigma that has been my life's work and yeah it's just social media but without it Mm -hmm. I don't know what the future of my business looks like and I don't want to walk away yeah (laughs) it's really hard to um keep fighting but that's who I am right Mm-hmm. I'm a fighter. Like I want to create change and I don't, I don't just want to get my accounts back. That just doesn't seem fair for so many other people. And it's not, it's who I am as someone who wants to do whatever I can to amplify others' works and others' voices and create change. And simply existing in a larger body shouldn't be a reason that your content is flagged. And it makes me think, because you can't dispute it, how much power, you know, trolls are now able to have, right? Over content. What you're explaining here is baffling. And it's terrifying, right? It is. It's terrifying because trolls can band together and just go after creators. Mm-hmm. And often it's creators and marginalized bodies and just destroy our businesses and our livelihoods and our voices, right? Like so many of us do this work because we (laughs) want to be a part of creating change and making life just a little bit better for those of us that Mm -hmm. exist in bodies that society doesn't uphold as good enough or, you know, acceptable, which is a bunch of BS. Like, and to know that, yeah, it's just another way to silence creators. Definitely. Um, so as of today's recording, like what is today? <laughs> December 11th. Yes. Um, where are you on recovering your accounts? So I was only able to get one account back and that's my plus mommy Instagram. I have no access to Facebook, which means um, for those that don't manage businesses on uh, Meta, 
you have to be able to access Facebook to manage the back end of your business. So I can't access business.facebook.com. So all the analytics of managing a business, the ability to run ads, um, the ability to even have the videos of my son's first steps, like all of that is gone. I wondered in the beginning if it was plus size birth that was the account that got flagged mm -hmm. for nudity because I do share pregnancy photos of people in larger bodies. And the mm -hmm. last photo I shared was someone giving birth, but they're still, even though birth photos are technically protected now by Meta, yeah. thanks to the work of a lot of people, it shouldn't have been flagged, but that could have been the reason. But because I had a mark against me one year ago, anything I would have done now would have gotten me completely shut down. So that's just my fear is that, okay, one more time I get it reinstated. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to stop sharing photos of plus size pregnancy. Like, I, yeah, it just blows my mind. And so what, even if I do get it all back, I'm going to be terrified and feeling like, oh no, I can't share their photo because they're mm -hmm. exposing their beautiful stomach. But it's like, no, that's the whole purpose of trying to normalize pregnancy for people in larger bodies because often our bellies look more like a B-shaped than a D-shaped. And we need to normalize this. I think it's it's so multifaceted uh, from the standpoint of this is wrong and AI needs to change. And thankfully, Pinterest is developing new technology. So we know this is an issue. Mm -hmm. I was also seeing that there are studies looking at discrimination of AI. And on the flip side, you'll actually appreciate this, Jessica. I was um, playing around a little with chat GBT, right? AI, yeah. it is our future. Yeah. And now they have one for images. And I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, I would like to have an image of you know, a plus size pregnant person and they, they created it, but the person wasn't very large. And I said, I would like the person to yeah. be fatter. And then it was like, you are going against our community guidelines. Yes. I will send you those screenshots that I took. Right. Of like, me like I'm like I want to be inclusive so I want it um a black person and celebrating and smiling and and mm -hmm. and I was like no no they need to be in a larger body and it was like no you're going against uh and I also noticed this the skin color wasn't as dark too sure. right so multiple um layers there but yeah so it's like on one hand we've got okay a, a person just wearing a swimsuit they shouldn't be flagged and on the other hand Mm -hmm. We want to see larger bodies represented in AI and they're trying to do what they think is right mm -hmm. by saying, you know, you can't show a larger person, but the photo that was displayed was someone nowhere near, you know, it was yeah. just like an average size these days, right. maybe a little larger, but it's just like, I don't know what the future holds for AI, but it's here. It's not going anywhere. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, statistically, it's like 60% of the United States population exists in larger bodies. So there, this is a real issue, right? And I wonder if it was intentional that we're just not going to like take data from folks in larger bodies so that we have images or, you know, we just didn't because everybody who works in tech is, you know, X, Y, or Z size, but the against the community guidelines is, yeah, I'm gonna have to play around with that myself. Yeah, it was just really interesting. It was kind of the opposite of what I'm dealing with and fighting for against Meta is just to like, 
my body shouldn't be flagged as nudity or indecent. And especially the childhood sexual exploitations of having a photo Mm -hmm. of a plus size parent with a child like that, just that gutted me. It Mm -hmm. still stays with me. Devastating. Yeah. 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 Reinforcements that your body is wrong, right? Indecent, which, yeah. Yeah. And I went to the hot springs with a friend that exists in a small body wearing a bikini, right? (laughs) Showing off so much more skin. Mm -hmm. And and I celebrate their body and they celebrate mine. Like it it yeah, it's just uh it's frustrating. But their photos probably would have been just fine, right? If I would have posted their photos instead of mine. So yeah, I appreciate this opportunity just to address it with a large audience because yeah, I want to get my accounts back, obviously, but like this issue needs to be talked about. This is a huge issue. This is AI size discrimination mm-hmm. and it needs to be addressed because it's going to continue to happen. And I'm sure it will more so happen to creators who are black and people of color and trans individuals because there's not as much ability to fight. So it's like, how do you balance that? I know I'm talking to a, a pro there of trying to find a balancing <laughs> act, but like, it is a lot, man. Like I want to fight for change. How can we support you? I know you had a call to action on your last post. Um, what's that? And, but also how can we, you know, directly provide support to you? Oh, well, thank you. I mean, anyone can share the reel I created that you saw and you're like, Jen, do you want to come on the show? Um, <laughs> that plus mommy sharing, sharing my scandalous bathing suit photos right. that will be so shocking. <laughs> um, sharing the images and screenshots of the band. Um, but I think really amplifying other creators' voices that have been banned. I mean, maybe I should have thought this more through and we should have a hashtag so we can find each other's content. Yeah, and and supporting organizations that fight for the rights of people in larger bodies, I think is really, really important. All of a sudden you make me think of hashtag banned bodies. We're just mm. going to let that sit there and you can do yes. it if you want it. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that is so powerful. Yeah, because it's not limited to size, right? at all no No. it isn't no yeah because we know right like we know Mm -hmm. of for people of color and black people we've had a lot around ai that is wrong and the way skin colors show up in photographs and other things and filters and all of that so Mm -hmm. it's not just about people of size people that don't exist in thin white bodies (laughs) yeah i'm thinking of gender affirming surgeries you already mentioned the work that you've done around birth, like that is something that I read in there, you know, things that they have changed their stance on them. Yeah. (laughs) When I started doing this work with Facebook, breastfeeding photos, chest feeding photos were being removed and people were getting banned. And so I did that. I shared photos and strategically got banned because I was like, this is ridiculous. Like body feeding photos should be available. And I helped to be part of that change. There were a lot of us risking our accounts, but I didn't have a business at the time, right? Like I was a blogger with an account and it was great. Um, So it felt like I want to be a part of this and I want to risk everything. Mm -hmm. And that's not to say I don't want to keep fighting for this. It's just, I have a lot more to lose now, but 
a part of the work that I've been doing for over a decade is just showing that fat bodies can exist happily and we can do all the things, especially for parents. That's a lot of the message that I share. And yeah, I just feel like I don't want to stop. Do you want to share your call to action? There were specific points. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me pull it up here. Yeah. So I listed five ways that we can work together to raise awareness. I think contact meta. I think those of us with those blue check marks, you do have a direct access to chat to say, how do we talk about this? Who do I talk to? Uh, And there are ways with meta. They're not easy links to find, but you can report a problem. So that's another option too. Uh, we talked about supporting individuals who are being impacted by this. Um, I love your banned bodies hashtag. Maybe that's <laughs> just what we need to roll with, but some way to amplify this because this is happening. But so many people who this happened to lose everything and they don't have a voice, right? Like I tried to set up another Facebook account just so I could like see if I could manage business mm-hmm. stuff because mm-hmm. like this is what I'm really good at. So if I have to get another job, I have to be able to manage ads on a Facebook account, right? Mm-hmm. Nope. I am banned. I I didn't even tie it to my phone number. I created a different Gmail account. I was still picked up as me because my name and birth date. I, I mean, I don't want to lie and create. That goes against community standards too, <laughs> right? Like you just, so I couldn't even, can I immediately, that account was shut down. Hmm. And then media outreach, reaching out to any media contacts we might have to talk about AI size discrimination, participate on online forums, whether you're on Reddit or LinkedIn, to talk about what is happening, um, and absolutely supporting the advocacy groups, I think is really important that are doing this work, um, like NAFA and ASTA, who are already putting dollars and money and hopefully even maybe some legislation towards this. So those are those are my call to actions for big change. And this has been my personal story filled with some emotion because it just feels so unjust. And thank you for this opportunity to talk about it. Sure. I'm so grateful that you came on to share this. Um, It's always a delight talking to you. Thank you so much, Jessica, for all that you do and your voice. You are absolutely amazing. Thanks so much again to Jen for that interview. Before recording this outro, I reached out to her on Tuesday, December 20th. Jen had recovered all of her meta accounts by the time, and she says, but only because my contact came through for me. Without a meta contact, I would have had no way to contest the ban, which, of course, leaves the majority of people out there without options. And we're all pretty clear about who those people are. For the next episode, I'll be getting a lot more personal. With the anniversary of the American Academy of Pediatric Clinical Practice Guidelines for the Evaluation and Treatment of Children and Adolescents with Obesity, I'll be sharing memories and digging into my medical records from my childhood. My body was awkward. I got these clinical treatment guidelines 40 years before they were, quote, official, and the impacts informed how I viewed my body for decades and informed my decision to become a dietitian. I'll also do a brief breakdown of the use of BMI in kids and how it was never, ever supposed to happen. If you want to contact the show, feel free to email at makingitawkwardpod at gmail.com. I'd love a rating and review of the show if you have the capacity. Your support is so important for the future of this project. Until next time, make it awkward.
Today's episode is sponsored by Doctor of Nursing Practice and Registered Dietitian Whitney Trotter of Bluff City Health in Memphis, Tennessee. She provides consultation to teams, clinics, and professionals to better serve their BIPOC clients with eating disorders and disordered eating. Whitney brings her depth of knowledge to help you become better equipped to handle BIPOC trauma in your practice. It's a production of The Body Politic and edited by the wonderful Jen Jacobs. 